Welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, your host, and we're excited to invite again for another wonderful Family Foundation Friday, Executive Director of the Family Foundation, Mr. David Walls, our great co-host. David, thanks again, brother. Greg, good to be with you. Yeah, it always is good to have you, and there's always good stuff. We get good feedback from it, so I'm excited about it. And by the way, we, we, our studio here, we're calling it a studio, <laughs> it's here in the Family Foundation offices, and uh, there is a group of ladies who are really enjoying their afternoon. And so you may hear a chuckle now and then, but that's okay. We're glad that they're doing that, right, that's David? Right. <laughs> yeah. Glad that. We've got a lot to cover today, David, Yeah. Uh, because there's things ramping up, not only here in Kentucky, but just north of us in Ohio. We mentioned it last week. Can yeah. you update our listeners on what happened with uh, the, the bill and the veto and all that with Governor DeWine? Yeah, we, we talked a little bit about this last week, but, uh, you know, Republican Governor uh, um, DeWine had vetoed. Uh, a very important bill that the um, that the legislature in Ohio had passed, uh, banning gender transitions, uh, and also protecting uh, female sports. You know, assuring mm-hmm. that only uh, female athletes play in female sports. Yeah. And so, uh, we're thankful that uh, the General Assembly or their legislature on the House side has already now, just days ago. Uh, overrode their governor's veto. Now it has to go to their Senate, is my understanding. I think the Senate may not be reconvening here for for a little while till yep. later in the month, but certainly seems to be very strong momentum yes. to to override that veto. And, uh, and it's expected that yeah. the Senate probably will once they do right. reconvene. Right? right. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was reading right. as well. And so you know, again, this is uh, just continued momentum on on the issue to protect kids. From these harmful, uh, you know, harmful um, surgeries and puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones, as as Greg, you and I have talked, just really experimentation in the name of gender ideology on children, and so we're um, continuing to to uh, be hopeful that uh, this will get done in Ohio, and Ohio will join 20-plus states that have taken uh, solid action to protect kids. So, and, you know, a a continued shout-out to our our friends, our uh, family policy allies in Ohio, Uh, CCV as they're known. They've done tremendous work, and so just uh, praying for their team and and for the the rest of uh, their uh, legislative body, the Senate, to have the same courage that their House just showed. Yeah, and I'll I'll add a couple of things to that to go. I've said for for 20 plus years, David, maybe going on 30 now, that our, our people in power have used our young people and now our, our women and girls as petri dishes. Yeah. You said experimentation, and it reminded yeah. me of that. And Governor DeWine was actually preparing to bring in a program that came right out of California that was just going to exponentially multiply this stuff. Uh, so so glad for the faithful yeah. uh, folks in Ohio, the legislature, and CCV, and all of that. So Great. very good. It, this again is just one of those issues that you keep having to come back to truth and reality. Yes. And as you and I talked, what the Bible says. Yeah. Once you allow yourself to even entertain the possibility that someone can change their biological sex, yeah. which they can't, right. you start opening yourself up. To Chimera. bizarre <laughs> policy prescriptions right. that you know, yeah. I, I have to believe, if folks put on a uh, you know on a on the lens of common sense, would go, wait a second, Ooh, how could yeah. we how could we yeah. possibly support this these actions? And so uh, again, it's it continued to be encouraged 
there's a whole lot of other states that, that continue to need to work on this yeah. issue. Uh, and, it, and it's not going away even with these bills being passed. No, as, but as, as you know. said, momentum, good right. momentum. Yeah. Uh, and, and on the, in the other direction where they're still fighting now, uh, you mentioned this earlier. I'm going to use it to pitch to you again, yeah. David. Elections have consequences. So what we saw in the gubernatorial election is now being carried over to the Kentucky General Assembly. Yeah. Tell us about Senate Bill 99. Yeah, so uh, this week, uh, we're in the second week of the 2024 General Assembly. A lot of activity, a lot of stuff going on. One of the things that was uh, was notable certainly was was covered by the, by the uh, mainstream and um, left-wing media mm -hmm. uh, was the governor helped host a press conference announcing uh, essentially a, a Democrat-led effort in a, in a bill filed by Senator David Yates, Democrat from Louisville, uh, to add um, exceptions to our, our pro-life laws. and uh, Which uh, is the way we've been talking about, right. the way they always start. Right. But it's very interesting what we found out. Right. right? So uh, they... Um, it was a press conference, like I said, folks. You and I have talked about this, but um, but Hadley, who was uh, the uh, the girl the that lady, was in the yes. ad supporting Governor Bashir and and uh, you know um, sharing her story and, and but really being used to to promote uh, putting exceptions and um, and really undoing some of our pro life yeah. laws. Yeah. As a she was there. Uh, shared some of her story again, and, and again, a lot of this is centered around the issue of, of rape and incest and exceptions. Those are that. the first two exceptions they always run to, right? Right. Horrific circumstances. Right. Yes. Um, but um, this this bill, Senate Bill ninety nine, actually does a lot more than just that. It has exceptions in other circumstances um, for uh, fetal abnormalities, uh, and it actually doesn't just provide exceptions against Kentucky's. Um, trigger law and it's heartbeat law, it actually would, would add exceptions and, and undo in a lot of ways a number of our pro-life laws mm -hmm. uh, dealing with uh, the sonogram bill, some of the parental consent notif uh, um, bills that were passed, our, our ban on uh, non-discriminatory abortions. That's what people don't hear right. in the press conference, right? 54-page right. bill. Right. This is the weeds, right? But you really need to know what's out there. Yeah, you got to get all Family Foundation yeah. doing that. And, yes, and you know our policy director Michael Johnson. You yeah. know, looking Kudos. through the entire entirety of the bill. Uh, look, it's just another reminder why we continue to need to be encouraging our House and Senate members in the General Assembly to stand firm on the issue of life. Yes. I'm so thankful we've had over a thousand messages that have already been sent in through our Action Center, and folks can still go to KentuckyFamily.org, go to Take Action, and it's the top alert that we have yes. on there right now. Um, um, this is going to continue to be a, a, a big issue for the for yeah. you know for the General Assembly. And Let me add something because I know yeah. you got a little more to say about this. Um, we've said this all along, David. Yeah. That this is not what they want. Right. But if they can if they can grab emotion and create what I call biblically false compassion. Not that we don't yeah. have compassion for this young lady Hadley, right. because that's horrific. Yeah. But we got to go back and punish the wrongdoers. Right. Not take the life of the child. And that's not actually what they want. They're just using it to pull heartstrings, right? right? Because even by their own words, you find out where where they actually want. Correct? Yeah, that was one of the most uh, you know interesting um, parts of this uh, kind of announcement when this was rolled out. You saw both uh, the ACOU essentially uh, comment that this is just a first step, yeah. and and, yes. and what they mean by that is 
they're on board for the complete rollback of no all bans. the pro-life laws, right. right? And we right. know this, but then also saw some some comments from from Planned Parenthood, nation's largest abortion uh, abortion mill. Uh, they were pretty even more direct, Greg, essentially saying, "Look, we don't really support exceptions. Uh, we only support." And I'm, you know, reading right. between the lines, but not really. Right. Uh, we only support full repeals of any abortion. bans on well, on bans. abortions. Right. Right. Uh, and, and part of their argument is is essentially, look, and again, they are a billion dollar business that profits off of taking the lives of unborn children, and they can't make enough money based on just abortion uh, abortions in certain. Exception exactly. areas. Not there enough. So, um, so I thought it was very interesting, and I think it should be a reminder for any um, for for us as for pro-lifers, for for members in the General Assembly to say, look, if we were to go down this path and uh, put exceptions back into our laws and say it's okay to kill babies in certain contexts, you're not going to um, no. satisfy no. the abortion industry. They're going to continue to be fighting and advocating for a full repeal, they want abortion on demand through all nine months of pregnancy exactly right. at taxpayer funded. Uh, and so again, it's just another reminder, uh, I believe, that the path forward is a path of standing on truth, standing on, um, uh, standing, moving forward, I should say, uh, and then recognizing, look, we, we have a higher calling. We can do is what you said, Greg, we can demand justice and seek justice for anyone that perpetrates a heinous crime on a, on a woman. And we can also, at the same time, promote justice for the unborn babies. Baby. We can do That's both. Exactly right. We yeah. can do both. That's good, David, because uh, it, 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 all they're doing is trying to at least, and, and, and as you just said, you can read their quotes. Right. Um, they're claiming if we do this bill, we're just going to have a little leak in the dike. But if the flood is coming, right? Because that's always the way they've done right. it. Now, we'll, we'll we'll hit these over and over yeah. again. But what are some other things that the General Assembly is is uh, considering? Yeah. That you can just give our listeners a little bit about to be praying about. Yeah. You know, uh, continuing to hear a lot of you know conversations about the issue of school choice mm -hmm. uh, and the need for Kentucky to have a uh, to to have a uh, uh, opportunity for Kentuckians to vote on the issue by putting it on the. Yeah. Uh, on the ballot. Let the people speak. It, let the right. people yeah. speak yeah. and essentially just allow the General Assembly an opportunity to um, put a school choice and educational freedom program. So I would just uh, encourage folks to be praying for um, uh, for those that are working on that issue. You know, one of the, the leading school choice champions is a state representative, Josh Calloway. And um, just a great pro-family champion. Encourage folks to be uh, to be lifting him up. You know, in fact, Greg, this week was the first week that where we kind of kicked off some of our church ambassador network yes. meetings at the Capitol. Right. Our our director of the church ambassador Baxter Boyd. He had uh, a number of pastors with him, and they got to meet with several legislators. Uh, and just have an opportunity awesome. to share the Word of God, remind uh, remind them who they are in Christ, remind them what the purpose of government is, that mm -hmm. they're shepherds over an institution that God has created. Yes. And, uh, you know, and just continuing that are, that to get with that, right? tremendous feedback from the legislators that they just, um, you know, really appreciate the opportunity to be ministered to. So if you're a pastor or, yeah, uh, or you're a member at a church and want to introduce your pastor to the Church Ambassador Network, you can go to our website at KentuckyFamily.org and go to our churches page and learn more about that. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Please do that. You as a, as a congregant or a church member or as a pastor, uh, Baxter would love to meet them, I'm yeah, sure, absolutely. and introduce them to some of them. So yeah. a couple of things coming up here immediately, and then for Kentucky, we got primaries coming up, right? 
Goodness, Greg. Yeah, uh, we, you and it's I were here. just talking a right. little bit in our show prep. Uh, n- next week, I believe on Monday, uh, the Iowa caucuses That's for right. the Republican primary are, are underway. It's hard to believe, but this is a presidential election year. This is a here big primary election year. <laughs> uh, now, Kentucky, we uh, our primary elections not till uh, till May twenty first, but right. you know the right. the candidate filing deadline was last week, so we know all the candidates that are going to be running. We'll be sharing more about you know voter guides and other resources as we move forward. But we're uh, partners with iVoterGuide, which is the largest Christian voter guide, and they have just published their nationwide uh, presidential primary uh, voter guide. So right. if folks go to iVoterGuide.com slash presidential, they can see a voter guide uh, on the Democratic side mm-hmm. um, covering, uh, you know, of course, President Joe Biden, who's running. And then on the Republican side, you've got, uh, you know, you've got former President Donald Trump. You've got... Um, Governor DeSantis, Governor DeSantis right. uh, all the all the candidates that are still in the race right. are uh, right. are covered in that. But yeah. our point in bringing that up, Greg, is just to let's be praying for our yes. nation yes. as the primaries start to happen across the nation. That particularly for for believers and Christians to get out and vote wisely and biblically. And to tie all this together, David, yeah. we got a big event coming up on on uh, January twenty third. So. Yeah. Plug the March for Life, if you will. Yeah, and, and as you and I just talked about some of the developments this week, is yeah. really setting up to be a really exciting and important opportunity for Kentuckians to stand together for life. So I hope folks will plan on joining us. There's Please really a, yes. a, a, a full day of activities in, uh, uh, related to the march, uh, but if you will go to Kentucky uh, March for Life dot org, uh, or you can go to our Facebook page. Right. We posted about it. And uh, you can find out all the details. Looking forward to joining with our, our pro-life allies from across the state and standing and marching for life. Absolutely. And we want to close by saying it's still early. So we want to say a happy and joyous new year to all of our listeners, to you and your families. Pray that the Lord blesses you. Thank you for joining us. Thanks always for your prayers and always to the Lord. Uh, make it a great day. And God bless in Christ. You can find Greg Horn and Hope is here at 1245. So this is uh, just another thank you to you. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.